Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice. Are you there? Amen. Hebrew 12 and 1, real quick teaching. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with such a great crowd of witnesses, this is what I want us to get to. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily beset us. Let us run with patience this race that is set before us. Sign for a minute. For a moment, I want to teach on from the message, I'm tired of high blood pressure. Seeing that we are compassed about such a great crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which though so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. I'm tired of high blood pressure. My brothers and sisters, high blood pressure is said to be a silent killer that it sneaks on you in such a form that you don't even know that is going on. High blood pressure is a hard thing to deal with. Let me say this to you. I, 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 did, I was looking because I have high blood pressure. How many in the house have high blood pressure? Anybody? Be honest with yourself. And here it is. You may not have high blood pressure, but you may have high blood pressure moments. Amen. 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 Anybody ever had just a high blood pressure moment yes, that will make your pressure increase? Y'all ain't talking to me. I'm talking to some real folk that, that can witness with me that sometimes life gets difficult and it'll give you a high blood pressure moment even if you don't have high blood pressure. But it was an amazing thing because when I looked at high blood pressure, one of the things that I've learned is that high blood pressure is not only caused from obesity and, and salt intake, but it's caused from stress. Yes, sir. Right. Amen. Is anybody that is in the house have ever just had so much stress in your life that you don't know which way to turn? All right. Amen. I mean, seriously, if, if I'm talking to you, just, 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 you, yeah. you, I want you to clap your hand. I'm talking to anybody that's been stressed out of you now. To, to the point to where, just like high blood pressure, it makes you dizzy. Yeah. Yeah. High blood pressure makes you dizzy. It'll make your head hurt. It'll make your body ache. It'll, it'll, it'll make you do things. It'll make you sweat. High blood pressure has a whole lot of things that go along with it. But I, I got to ask you a question. Anybody in here knows a remedy to your high blood pressure. I know they got all kind of medication out, but I want to give you a true remedy to your high blood pressure. It's found in Hebrews 12 and 1. It's funny because we need this. I want to break this text down just for a moment and I'll be done. And I want to deal with this thing. Wherefore, seeing also we can pass about with such great cloud of witnesses. I'm dealing with faith. I understand that. But I want us to get to the point where it says, let us lay aside every weight. Somebody said, lay aside. Lay aside. <laughs> it's, in, it's important that 
you understand the word is called uh, in the Greek apotitomy and it's spelled A-P-O-T-H-I-T-H-I-M-I. And, 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 and it's something because the Bible says, let us lay aside every weight. And when you examine the word lay aside and you see this word apotitomy, I want you to understand it just don't mean plan to put it down. And I know sometimes we want to just put some stuff down. <laughs> but when you study the Greek meaning of this thing called lay aside every weight, mother, it just don't mean put it down. But it also means when you put it down, you got to put it far out of your reach. All right, all right. See, some of y'all, I'm, I'm trying to be real. I want some scholars to listen and, and learn this thing. So, so not only... Does it mean to put it down, but it means to put it out of your reach? Because there are some things that you put down that you go back and pick up. But when this particular text says for us to lay aside every weight, to lay aside means you put it down and put it out of your reach. That when the stress part of life comes back again to greet you, that you won't pick up what you done laid down. Amen. See, that's why we have what's called a relapse. Amen. It's because too many times you put it down, but don't push it aside. Y'all feeling me? And what you put down is still close and it's in your hands' reach. But if you really want to lay something aside in the Greek, you got to learn how to lay it down and get it out of the hands of your reach that way when trouble comes, you can't reach out and grab what you normally grab. Somebody out of here. Because a lot of times what you put down is what you need to put down, but when you pick it up, what you think is helping you is really hurting you. I wish somebody could talk to me. Lay aside. It means to lay aside every way. It's a deliberate decision to make a permanent change. Amen. You got to lay it aside. So Leslie, if I know this is killing me, I just can't put it down. But I got to put it over here. So it's no longer in my view or even in my reach. Y'all feel what I'm saying? I'm trying to help you get off high blood pressure. How many of y'all got some stuff that you just don't need to lay down, but you need to push it out of your... Oh, somebody ought to holler at me right here. How many of you, I'm talking to some real folk in here, got some stuff that you need to lay down and push it away from your life? Text says that easily to lay aside every weight. Hmm. And weight is in the Greek is agos, which is spelled O-G-K-O-S. It means a burden or something that is so heavy that it impedes a runner from running his race. So I'm tired of high blood pressure. I want you to get this thing, but I gotta lay aside and I gotta push it out from me so I can't reach it. And then the weight of it is so heavy that it stops me 
from pursuing what I'm after. Amen. Is that anybody? All right. Argos in the Greek. Wait. Any of you got some stuff that's so heavy on you? It ain't like it's stopping you from running, but it's making it difficult to run. And sometimes, because of the difficultness of the run, it'll make you stop running. Y'all ain't hearing me. It's like putting an extra weight on your back trying to go uphill anyway. Uh, y'all ain't talking to me. How many of y'all got some stuff that you got to lay aside every weight in your... I wish somebody in here that's got some weight that you ain't asked for. Can you go ahead on and lay it aside? Yeah, baby, I'm tired of this. I got to let this off. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I got to let this. This extra weight is stopping me from running my race. And have you ever noticed anything about a real runner? You ever noticed anything about a real runner? They dress with absolutely, in the old days, they didn't even wear clothes. They ran in the nude. Because they didn't want anything prohibiting them from picking up speed to run their race. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. A, a jockey on a horse, most you ain't going to see a 200-pound jockey. Jockeys are small because they want the horse to run the race, and they can't run the race with a whole lot of weight on their back. They can run it, but it won't run like it should run. My brothers and sisters, if you want to run your race like God has intended on you to run your race, you got to let go of some extra weight that's in your... I, I'm on survival readers. <laughs> Argos, I gotta let go of that burden that's stopping me from running. I should be further. Has anybody looked back over your life and say to yourself, I should be a lot further than where I am now? And you're wondering why you hadn't got where you ought to be. It's because you still got some weight that you told me, and you done laid some stuff aside, but you ain't pushed it away. I wish I had some help. You got to lay aside every weight hmm, that makes it hard for a runner. And then it says, what do you got to push aside? What is weight? Then the word sin All right. All right. comes next. You got to lay aside every weight and, and it says, this is all connected. Sin. Somebody say sin. Sin. It's important because the Greek word hamartia simply means missing the mark. Right. It means failing in life. Hamartia, you got to let every weight August and then every sin. Hamartia, you, you, you missing the mark. And the only reason why you missing the mark is because of the weight you still told. Right. Sin is deadly. It's just like high blood pressure. Yeah, right. It's a silent killer. Y'all right. ain't like talking. Right. And sometimes you can get addicted to high blood pressure to the point that you don't even realize that you got it. Right. Sometimes you can get addicted to sin to where sin don't feel like sin to you no more. Right. And every time you get on the sin, it helps you to miss the mark in your life. Yeah. I got a question for you, and I'm going to move on. I got a question for you. How many of you have shot your arrow and missed your mark? All right. All right. 
Amen. Can anybody that missed your mark say it wasn't because of anybody else but myself? Oh, y'all ain't talking to me. Y'all ain't talking to me. You can't blame others for your failures. I was playing golf one day, and a buddy of mine, I got ready to swing, and somebody hollered, and I, I messed up my swing, and I blamed it on the holler. He said, Rice, you can't blame it on the hollering. And I said, why not? Because they hollered. He said, because you didn't have to swing then. He said, you could have waited till the hollering was over. How y'all ain't talking to me? He said, too many times you look for folk to blame because of your mistakes and your problems. But sometimes you got to learn how to just wait and be patient on the Lord. Sometimes you got to learn, all I had to do was not swing in and just wait until the hollering stopped. Y'all ain't talking to me. But oftentimes we miss the mark, and when we miss the mark, we blame everybody but ourselves. You the one shooting. The Bible says this, the Bible says this, y'all can sleep all you want to, have a good night's rest. But when sin and hell get to tear your life apart, and your blood pressure keeps going higher and higher and higher. Don't blame nobody but yourself. I I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to help you how to get by. Life is more than just playing games and running around. You got to get serious about your life sometimes. Anybody just serious about your life right now to the point where you ain't got time to fool with folk doing any and everything. You ain't got time for a bunch of men. Man, I wish I had some real folk. If it's just 20 of y'all that's serious about your life right now, put your hands together and just tell God, God, I want to make a difference in my life right now. It says, it says, that, that the waiting sin, which do so easily beset us, hmm. so easily beset us, in the Greek, it's called eupheristatus. It's a compound word that means three different things. Uh, U means, E-U means well. Peri, P-R-I means around or completely surrounded. And status means to stand. S-T-A-T-O-S means to stand. In the Greek, <laughs> it simply means this. It's saying, when it says that so easily beset us, it's not talking about nothing but your environment. Amen. Some of you got high blood pressure because of your environment. All right. Because you got some nasty folk in your presence. I know y'all get quiet on me now. Some of us have got that because we're dealing with folk that God don't ever really wanted us to deal with. And maybe sometimes you got to evaluate your circle and say to yourself, Maybe it's just time for me to make some moves and some grooves Amen. and have to disclose some people out of my life. Amen. I, know, I wish I had some real faith. And, and, and Satan uses this because Satan wants you to think that the people that are connected to you really means you good. But once you become connected to Christ, you'll really come to learn that a lot of folk that are close to you really don't love you like they say. Have anybody went through some stuff that you found out that some folk that's been around you all this time, all this time, 
Really, he never loved you. Have you ever just needed a friend to talk to and, and, and while you was in the street doing any and everything, they called you every day, but the moment that some stuff happened in your life, you don't hear from them no more. Have you ever just dealt with some folk as long as you drinking, partying, clubbing, they right there with you, but when you decide to turn your life around that they don't want to talk to you no more, sometimes your environment creates your high blood pressure. And so when you have a bad environment, it's going to make you tote weight and it's going to stop you from running. Right. I'm about done. I know people don't like teaching, but that's what you're going to get here. I'm tired of playing games. It's, it's, it's important. It says that so easily beset us. You bury status. <laughs> Which all together it means environment. It says it so easily beset us. But then it says, and let us what? Run. Let us run. When it says run, when you study this thing, it's saying that when you run, you don't run looking to the right or to the left. It's saying when you begin this run, that you keep your eyes on the finish line. Right. It's saying that you've got to have blinders on when you're running this race. See, a lot of times you get distracted because your blinders are not on. But a lot of times you ever went through some stuff you didn't realize happened until it was over. That's because your eyes was on what you was trying to get. But a lot of times Satan wants to throw sidetracks into you and it makes you go this way or go that way. But when the Bible says, let us run, it's saying that you keep your eyes on what you're trying to get. Right. It's saying that you run with your finish line in mind. Come on. That you run straight forward and not be concerned about what the naysayers are saying. Not be concerned about what the haters are doing. Not be concerned about what your family thinks. Not be concerned about what your best friend thinks. Not be concerned about what everybody else thinking about what you're doing. But when you run, you run straight ahead and say, I got something that I'm trying to do and I'm not going let anybody prohibit my run. Anybody in the house right now, you got to run in your life that you won't allow anybody else. I know. I, I know. I know. I know. Y'all ain't got to say nothing. Y'all ain't got to say nothing. That's why some people stay where they are for 50 and 60 years, do absolutely nothing. Amen. Some funerals I go to, and I can say they lived a good life. Other funerals I can go to, they was born and they died. Amen. I know y'all won't say that. Amen. He says, that so easily beset us. Let us run with patience. He said, let us run with patience. The race that is set before us. God is the only God I know that lines out your entire life to the day you die. Amen. But makes you start from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. That's why we say he's a God that already knows the end. Yeah. Because he already knows what's going to happen. Yeah. But what he knows, he makes us live. Amen. Oh, y'all going to get it. Amen. 
Y'all gonna get that in a little bit. I'm trying to give y'all something to take yeah, home with you. Yeah, yeah. He says, let us run, let us run with patience the race that is set before us. In this particular word, race, in this last one, it's a Greek word that simply means that you're in competition. It's saying that you're in a battle. It's talking about two wrestlers fighting and only one going to win. He's saying, when let us run the race that is set before us. He's saying that it's a struggle with the human mind. Come on now. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I'm done. But anytime you set to run this race of life, the struggle is not going to be with the world. The struggle is going to be with how you think. That's why Paul says, every time I desire to do good, evil is always present. And anybody that knows anything, he's not talking about evil people. He's talking about evil thoughts. He's talking about your unfailing thoughts that go across your mind. Your thoughts damage you. Pam, your thoughts cut you much deeper than anybody with a knife could ever do. Because your thoughts are so so powerful and potent that they ain't even got to go through your skin to get to your organs. All right. Y'all missed that. I know you're going to get it. In other words, for somebody else to cut your heart, Mark, they got to go through your skin. But your thoughts are already next to your heart. It tears your heart completely out. Which makes it look like you okay, but inside, that's when you commit suicide. That's when you can't run no more. That's when you're crying and everybody don't know why. That's why you can't deal with your, with your adversary because you've been killing yourself in the inside. You just like high blood pressure. Some of you have committed self-suicide. Yeah. Just because you won't lay aside every weight. It's a shame to say that the doctor said, listen, I didn't post all of you. You post all of yourself. Some of you are just like that in life. Your weight, your burden. All of your lies that you try to cover mm -hmm. is stopping you from running your race. Amen. Because everything you put down, you pick it back up. All right. All right. When you say, I ain't going to worry about that no more, because you don't put it out your reach, you go right back and pick it up. Amen. And then because of your environment of the people that you deal with, some folk I'll speak to, but I'll never run with. Amen. Until you learn that in life, that everybody ain't running partners. Oh, Y'all ain't talking to me now. Everybody ain't running partners. Come on. Everybody you can't run with, you can't fool with. And I know it's difficult, but sometimes some people you gotta let them go. Amen. Amen. And when you let them go, you gotta push them way back. Yeah. I know y'all. I'm done. Y'all don't know. Come on, speaking the truth. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm tired. Yeah. 
of high blood pressure. I'm tired of high blood pressure moments. Here's the thing. You can live with hypertension, but sometimes high blood pressure moments will kill you instantly. They make you that mad to where you bust a blood vessel. So you ever heard somebody say, you better calm down before you bust your blood vessel. <laughs> That's what it does. It buses you, bus pipes. <laughs> I want to, to tell everybody that if you just live for the Lord, work for the Lord, do the best you can, make baby steps that you can get better in life. God will do some good stuff for you. Amen. All right. Amen. Well, Pastor, what does that sermon mean to me? That sermon means to me. Anybody in your circle that picks from you but never plants you, it's time to let them go. Y'all do understand that, right? Yes, sir. You got some people, all they gonna do is pick from you. Pick from you until you become a bad tree. But you need some folk that'll pick from you and then dig a hole and put a seed in there and plant you and put you by water. One of my favorite episodes of Bonanza, he tells Hart Cartwright them, they're, they're digging up trees. And, and they said, y'all, they call it clear cutting. He said, y'all cutting all these trees down. And Hawk said, don't worry about it. He said, because Paul always told us, don't ever cut a tree down without planting nothing in this place. Some of you hanging around people, that's all they doing is cutting you down. And they ain't planted nothing in that place yet. And I'm going to tell you how nasty they are because some of them are able to pull your roots up out of you. And any time they can pull your roots up out of you, that means they done really killed you. Brothers and sisters, I pray that you will be like I, just tired, high blood pressure. Hug yourself. Oh yeah, hug yourself. Close your eyes, hug yourself, hug yourself, hug yourself. Hug yourself for real. I got that because I, I watched Ray Charles one day, and at the end of the Ray Charles movie, he had he he, he had got put out from being able to sing down south. But at the end, they let him sing down south again, and they gave him a award. And I watched him, in his blind world, take his hands, wrap it around himself. That's his thing. And he would hug himself to say that God, you and I, when nobody else would believe that was going to take place, at the end of the day, now that I'm on the other side of the sunshine, you and I did it, and nobody but you alone. V, there's going to be some stuff. You think you done been through something now? 
There's going to be some stuff who ain't going to be nobody but you and God. All right. Come on. Come on. Hug yourself. Hug yourself. Tell yourself. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Dinner Time with Dr. Joseph Rice.